You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. mega compulsive eater and I am so so grateful to see your faces and to be with you this morning um why don't we just since you've got those I I was gonna um start out with the photo just the photo let's look at the first photo that I I wanted to show you is the one with my father and uh Miss America well maybe we are <laughs> it's pretty obvious. It's a fellow in a Navy uniform and then Miss America right next to him. There you go. Okay. I'm um, the daughter of a naval captain, a captain of the Navy. We uh, moved around all the time. And, and um, this, I think, picture was taken about 1950. But um, even, we moved every one, two or three years in every home we ever lived in this was on the wall. And uh, I have found out much later in life that my mother was also at that event. And there's another picture I found much, much later where my mom is included in that picture, but obviously not there. Okay, here we go. Next. That's fine. That's great. You can go up to the next one. Okay. Now this is, I guess I am, what, how old? Six months, something like that. Happy little girl. And, uh, so uh, what I tried to do, just we'll look at the pictures first. I've tried to go through 10-year increments to see how I've changed over the 10 years. So here I am at the beginning. And the next one, oh, no, this oh, is still a baby. Those are two of my brothers. Jim, <laughs> my brother on the left, Jim, died at 71 just two years ago. God bless him. We we're all two years apart. My brother Tom on the right, I'm taking care of now because he's in an extended care facility and he is 75, and I'm 71, just to put that all together. Okay, so then let's see. Where's my – I went around about 10. Nah, I'm, they're out of order. That's okay. This one is um, when I think I'm 30, 35, 30, <laughs> but about 30. This is when I had my third child, and his, he's Patrick, and he's 40. So anyhow, that's – I wanted to let you know, too, that in this picture, I weighed 125 pounds. I wore a size 10 dress. Okay, next. Here we are at the beginning of my babies. These are my twins. They were born when I was 24. And uh, after their birth, I also weighed 125 pounds and wore a size 10 dress. Here we go. This was when I was 10. I'm on the left, and I'm with my cousin on the right. And at 10, I think I wore a size 10 girls outfit. Here we are way up. <laughs> Here I am 
uh, 50-ish, and I'm at my, with my second husband, Wendell. And at this point, I'm a lot closer to uh, 160, but I'm wearing about a size 12 dress. This was when I was 40-ish, and that's my brother Jim on the left and my brother Tom on the right. And that is my ordination to the priesthood. And I, I uh, at that point also, I was wearing a size 10 dress. Seventy-year-old Meg, last my last birthday in September. Uh, I'm uh, between a ten and a twelve. That's what I wear, wear right now. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we could get rid of those. Thank you. Okay, that's one way to go through that really quickly. That's good. Um, first of all, I realized when I was uh, four, <laughs> with Miss America hanging on the wall that I was never gonna be Miss America. I realized at four, I would never be a priest in the church. And I realized at four, I would never be president of the United States. Ego, I'm four. And I've got those kinds of wild thoughts. But anyhow, those, most of that, two of those three was because I was female and that would never happen. And the other one was because I would never ever have that uh, beautiful body and, you know, the perfect little Miss America. So anyhow, anyhow, I guess that was reminding me that I'm totally human, not perfect. Uh, but I, I'm really happy. I believe things have changed a great deal since I was four. Speaking of having a woman in the, uh, uh, as the vice president of the United States, I think that's a big, big plus. But anyhow, my, thank God for my granddaughters, I believe, and for the world. Things have changed a lot. My body image has always been a challenge. And um, I've been working this program for about 30 years. I've been in, in, in and out of the rooms. Um, and I've done, I think, all of the literature in OA that I can do. I read and I write every day. And I share this with my sponsor and I share it with my sponsee. Um, anyhow, today, having gone through absolutely everything I can think of, there's a new book, OA approved new book. And I'm glad you said only OA approved literature because that's what I'm doing right now. I don't know. Can, uh, can you see that one? It's called, it's called body image relationships and sexuality. And I got it off the OA, uh, um, website. So this is, um, it's stories of all of us, um, and I'm it's a, I'm doing a story a day and sharing it with my sponsor, my sponsee, and my sponsor. But it's a wonderful reminder to me that um, we're all different. We all are different, but we all have the same disease, and we all have the same desire. Uh, we want to stop eating compulsively. And no matter how we look on the outside, the inside is where I think the struggle is and where I'm finding a lot of help in reading these stories that um, sometimes I think, how, what do I have in common with this person? And the truth is, I've got a lot in common because I, I do have the same desire to stop eating compulsively and I've had the same struggle 
with eating, you know, out of sight, crazy ways. So anyhow, I'm happy that I have, I'm finding tools to help me get through this. Um, so my body image was always awful. I always thought I was fat. I, uh, when I look back, I actually had fun going through my, a uh, lot of pictures when I pulled those out, trying to think of every 10 years. And I, one of my aha moments was that when I looked through all of, all the way up through, I guess, over 40, I was pretty much average weight, but not in here. In here, in my mind, I was not thin enough, not pretty enough, whatever. I, um, I really struggled with my body image. I hated wearing a bathing suit. I still don't. I don't wear bathing suits. I don't go swimming. Good news. My husband can't swim. <laughs> no, we don't go swimming. But um, I, so anyhow, I don't like um, putting on a bathing suit. I don't like looking at my body like that. But I'm growing. And as I get older and wiser, I realize that I think I have a pretty normal body at 71. I just had a physical yesterday and my um, doctor congratulated me on all of the different things I'm doing right. And she thinks I'm a very healthy 71 year old. And she suggested I might want to think about something at 90. I'd say that's uh, impressive. If she thinks I'm going to make it there, I'd like, to, <laughs> I want to. So anyhow, um, uh, okay. This is my, aha. Uh -huh. Oh, I decided I should title this. And I'm going to title it My Spiritual Awakening because I never thought I had a spiritual awakening. You know, when we always do the 12th step, I think of when we have a spiritual awakening, then all these wonderful things are going to happen. I had a spiritual awakening in my dreams last night. <laughs> I've had many spiritual awakenings, not just one. So I thought as I was reading, writing this down, I thought, okay, I'm going to mark all my spiritual awakenings that I've had that I think I see today, I didn't recognize as spiritual awakenings. And so here's one. The first one is that no matter what our sex, our sexual orientation, our age, our religious affiliation, we all, I said, are compulsive overeaters. We have that in common and we just want to stop eating compulsively. Spiritual awakening number one. I've been looking for the perfect diet all my life. I've tried them all that I can think of. And uh, 10 minutes. Oh, oh, good. Okay. And the one, uh, one way I learned to lose 10 pounds, I was suggested to lose 10 pounds really quickly was to gather up all my books on dieting and throw them out and then get rid of 10 pounds instantly. And that's kind of one of my goals is I keep wanting to lose 10 pounds. Okay. So let's, uh, you saw my photos. I don't need to do that, but, um, my next spiritual awakening is that I was surprised when I thought, went back and I realized I've been pretty much a normal sized human being. Um, but not, I said, it's not in here. I was totally mixed up in my mind and I got a lot of um, negative, um, uh, negative um, suggestions, terms of endearment from my father, especially. He, he, called, he used to say that I was built short to the ground. Um, I, uh, would, he would buy my clothes at Omar, the tent makers and he would, or the Chubb Deb department. Um, uh, I didn't have the peaches and cream complexion that he thought I should have. I would go on and on. So anyhow, awakening, 
I was really normal sized. Here's another one. As I read uh, the stories in this How Wonderful book um, and anything else with the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, I'm learning that I'm making progress on my journey toward becoming a happy and healthy and free from compulsive eating, spiritual awakening. I am becoming happy, healthy, and free of, a, uh, of compulsive overeating. The tools I'm using, meditation, reading, writing, uh, giving my menu to my sponsor and writing my three G's, what's good, what are the glitches in my life, what are my goals, and what am I grateful for? Meditation has been a tremendous blessing that I, I used it um, periodically. Now I'm doing it every day, but I did it every day because I have high blood pressure. And I discovered that if I do my meditation for 10 minutes before I take my blood pressure, my blood pressure goes down or is, is very normal. And that's another thing my doctor saw my last three months of blood pressure readings. And she said, I only have to take my blood pressure once a, a week now. But I don't, that doesn't mean I don't have to meditate. I realize I get to still meditate and I love it every day. I don't do a long one, 10 minutes, sorry. But anyway, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my meditations. Um, okay, another one I have here is um, I'm learning to trust. This is a spiritual awakening, to trust. I had one of the little one of the little statements and um, one of the stories I read said something about if I asked my disease if I have had enough, my disease will say no. If I ask my higher power if I have enough or I am enough, my higher power will say no. You are more than enough. So. I want to listen to my higher power and uh, put the disease in the trash can if I could. Okay. Another spiritual awakening. Who loves me? You know, I've been looking for love. You know, uh, 71 years looking for love in all the wrong places. And I have to say my second marriage is wonderful. I have to thank God for that. But I'm still, that's not going to be my be all and end all. God is the only one who loves me just as I am, totally unconditionally. And I thank you, God, for loving me just as I am. That's a spiritual awakening. I said this before, spiritual awakening. This is an inside job. A dear friend of mine recently saw me, surprise, in this time of sheltering in. And she looked at me and she said, have you lost weight? <laughs> I said, no. And, and I think what she was saying is, you look good. And I think I look good when I'm feeling better about who I am. And this program is helping me feel better about being me, totally human, with uh, all my character defects. But I actually have a program that's helping me uh, face them and deal with them one day at a time. Um, Okie doke, spiritual uh, awakening. One of my readings told me to listen to my body. What a concept. How often do I just forget the aches and pains and just keep trudging along? 
um, my body will tell me when my knee hurts that I've had operations on. My body will tell me when I'm How many? Five more? 15 minutes. Okay, five five more. Okay. My body will tell me when I need to stop, when I need to rest, when I need to sleep. And my body doesn't lie. (laughs) I lie to my body. I realize that's called body abuse. When I don't listen to my body, I'm being abusive to my body. And so anyhow, I need to really pay attention. And one of my challenges is to pay attention and then uh, do what I know is the next right thing to take care of my body. One is drinking a lot of water. (laughs) I really, I really don't drink enough water, but I keep telling myself that I would like to do that. Okay, here we go. A spiritual awakening. Again, I found that I change my inside so God can change my outside. I do the work in here, and then God does the rest of the work on my body, and that's not my job. It's out of my hands, out of my control, and if I do what it's inside. I wanted to tell you that um, in this season of my spiritual tradition, we're in a season called Lent, and uh, all my life I used to try to give up one special thing for 40 days and 40 nights, and I could never do it. But I, um, we still, that's a concept that we think of in my tradition of doing something during 40 days and 40 nights. And I figured out what I can give up this year. I decided that I was going to forgive, uh, give up all my negative thoughts and stinking thinking. And I feel like I should have a huge God box, <laughs> a huge one, and put a coin or a paper or something in it whenever I come up with myself having these negative thoughts and stinking thinking and throw it away. I've discovered that holding on to those things is not healthy. Throwing away and letting go is letting God. And it's freeing me, making more room in me to have a healthier mindset and a closer connection with my higher power. This program is one about, to me, it's spiritual program. It works when we work it, and it works when we work it together. And I love that that term, together we can, together we can make a difference. And together I feel the spirit is moving in all of us. And um, as we listen to one another's struggle, as we listen to one another's successes, we uh, reap the rewards as a, as a group, and for that, I'm eternally thankful. I think I must be close because I'm just going to say that I wanted to share a prayer at the very end, and so this is the end. I hope I have time for And I don't know if you guys have got the abstinence prayer, but it's kind of new in our neck of the woods, so I'm going to just share this. God, today is a new day for me, and with you, I can handle anything. I ask for your protection in case sometime during the day my desire to eat compulsively becomes stronger than my desire to abstain. I ask for your protection today from my reaction to anyone or anything that could interfere with my abstinence. I know I am powerless over food and that my life can become unmanageable again. I do believe that you will relieve my compulsion and restore my sanity. Please help me to to know your will for me today and give me the willingness to carry it out. I turn my will and my life over to you. Please, God, guide me through another day of abstinence. God, I need you. The end.